He used to give me hard time when I was in your house. Uh, yeah. Uh, we used to play together, remember? You remember or no? Huh? Oh, no wonder. Come here, come here. You have two now? Oh, gee. This one is the one giving hard time now. Oh, this is the smaller one? Oh, they're mixed up. But they both look the same. I hope you get so big. How come you let him beat you like this? In size, huh? Can't do that, huh? Well, now he's okay now? Huh? He used to run around and <laughs> everybody all the time. <laughs> wow, he's bigger than you now. Watch out, huh? Watch out. Watch out who's giving whom hard, hard time. <laughs> and what about your teeth, by the way? Huh? What did you do? I got the dentist. You got the dentist? <laughs> what did he say? The dentist, what did he say? I don't know. You don't know? Wow, I can tell you a story about dentists. <laughs> there was a dentist. A dentist, you know. You know, he, he liked to... Uh, he like to comfort the children, you know? Say, oh, it doesn't hurt, it doesn't hurt, you know? So when he put the needle, you know, so big like this, <laughs> into the teeth, you know, into the gum, you know, trying to, to, to make it numb. So he said, he just tries to pat, pat, and say, oh, what will you do when you grow up? So that, and then he put the noodle and the needle right in, and he said, I'll kill you when I grow up. <laughs> And then, uh, oh, and then the, the kids cry so hard, just like you. Did you cry? No, you didn't. No, okay, okay. The other kids, the other kids, <laughs> cry so hard. And, uh, <laughs> and, you know. So afterward, the the dentist twisted his teeth, you know, pulled it out like that, and then he charged the mother forty dollars. <laughs> and the mother complained. He said, "How come?" He says, "Outside, oh, uh, only ten dollars for for one teeth, one tooth for a kid. Why you charge me?" Three, four times more, huh? Forty dollars, that's four times more. And the dentist says, your kid was so lousy and he cried so loud, he frightened all the kids down and I lost the business. <laughs> I lost all the three kids, so you have to pay for <laughs> You know, we have some extra uh, terrible idiots <laughs> who believe in everything I say. <laughs> Come on, we're still here. Hey, sit down, sit down. Oh, the girl is cool. Should I sit and make an example? No, I have high heels, that's why not. <laughs> wow. How are you? How is everybody? Fine. How is my driving? <laughs> I drive you crazy, huh? <laughs> yeah? You know what? When I first uh, took the driving, driving uh, lesson, huh? Yeah, my uh, my friend asked me, oh, how you like the instructor? I said, oh, he's lousy, he's terrible. I said, how come? He's supposed to be the best one in town, you know? I said, no, he, he doesn't know what he's doing, you know? At one time he told me 25 kilometers, uh, 25 miles per hour, and the other one he told me, fast, 50, <laughs> 50 miles per hour. And the other time he said me, oh, cannot, cannot, only 40 miles an hour. I don't think he knows what he's doing. <laughs> yeah, you know, huh? You know all that stuff, huh? How is the food? Oh my God, I just came here to enjoy with the kitchen. Look at what I have to do now. <laughs> just sit here like, like usual. <laughs> just business as usual. 
And I heard that uh, some of the people invited some VIP today even. Because, you know, you know, when I heard that, I, I nearly faint, you know. <laughs> really, I did. Didn't I? Who is it? Coy or somebody? Phạm Ghi tới chưa? Chưa hả? Hả? Ờ. Trời ơi, cái lễ của Nhi Đồng mà 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 mời chi mấy ông Bồ Tát bự bự vậy? Nói đây mình làm sao ăn nói? Hả? They invite some of the VIP, you know, the Vietnamese tradition, and you know what the Vietnamese like, and the tradition even like, you know. Oh, God, when I heard that, oh, certain stuff coming, I said, oh, no, oh, no, no, no. <laughs> yeah, because I was going to go like this, you know, and then eat some lollipop or something. And if you bring some such a VIP here, what, what, how do I have to behave, you know? It's different, you yeah? know. Sometimes people expect different from, from what we, we are, huh? You know, like a very official and all that. But never mind, you help me. Just treat them all like kids today. Help <laughs> <laughs> yeah. me, huh? Today is the kid stuff, right? Yeah. Uh, we want to be children again for a change. Huh? We want to put down every kind of uh, frigid, the national or whatever traditional custom and just relax, right? Suppose the UFO even come here right now, we don't care. <laughs> <laughs> just, just be a kid, okay? I think, I think that's the best time of our life. And it doesn't matter what, what befalls us, or, we, we never know anything, really. We only know the basic things, like, okay, if we're hungry, if we're thirsty, the parents love us or not. If our friends are still there to play the game next day. And uh, at that time, the world is more beautiful. But every time, we can go back to this childhood again, because it's always inside us, it's the kingdom, and the kingdom of purity. Every one of us is a kid at heart, anyhow. Sometimes you don't feel like that? You do, huh? Sometimes you do, huh? It's like we... we... But, but you know what? The way we are trained, we're trained like we have to be like this, we have to be like that, and especially the Tung Ma Ching Hai has to, be, <laughs> has to be like what, you know? Oh, God, I'm so tired for 15 years. I want to retire, become kids again. Huh? So I think I will be that. Huh? And now uh, I think I, I, uh, I live a more free life, you know? And if you don't like it, just too bad. <laughs> just too bad. Huh? I just drive car and, you know, just be more casual. Hmm? Do you like this kind of master? Then it's fine. Yeah. I do have a license, come on. <laughs> I passed, I didn't pass full time. I didn't say I didn't pass three times. <laughs> you fail the te driving license, it's already bad in the room. You can't fail three times, right? She <laughs> <laughs> just make it worse than it already is, as if I'm not embarrassed enough. I have my pride, you know. <laughs> when I failed the test, first time, I forgave Jesus. At that time, I, at that time, I believe in Jesus. Yeah. Of course, I also pray to Buddha, just in case. <laughs> and see which one of them, you know, uh, 
will make a consciousness. But the first time I prayed, not so hard, so I forgave Jesus, you know. And the second time, oh, I really fell out with him. <laughs> I say, I prayed to you three days. <laughs> not the whole day, of course. <laughs> we always say, okay, I sit three days in retreat, or I will pray three days. But we never really do, right? Maybe five minutes here, and two minutes there, and between the, between the north, you know, and, and the, the run around with the monkey mind business. Huh? Uh, between everything else, yeah, and between the quarrel with the husband and wife, and, you know, whatever, I will pray. Okay, I'm still here. Ah, <laughs> uh, Jesus, please help me, you know. Three days I prayed to him. I said, I prayed to you three days. And look at what you did to me. <laughs> you let me feel so miserably, huh? And felt so straight like this, you know, because the, the, what is the one, the inspector, huh, who sat behind her, huh? When I pass through the red light, he says, forget it. <laughs> he says, don't bother, okay? Don't bother. Just stop. <laughs> and he says, it's not my fault. It's winter, you know, and it's a very difficult road. Why did you have to pick this difficult road to check me in a first time driver? And all that, you know. And he said, oh no, never mind, never mind. You will have a chance again in the future. <laughs> Wow, I really didn't talk to Jesus for weeks. <laughs> I thought he is a really lousy friend. You can't trust him. Just for one lousy little license, and he makes much trouble like that. What if I give him all my life? <laughs> I give him everything, then what would he do with it? You stay where you are, you know, I'm okay alone, <laughs> just for a while. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Mother Teresa just died. Do you remember her? Yeah. yeah. She said something very nice. Oh, she doesn't die, so we are not miserable that she, she, she went. It's okay. You know, the whole world cry already. We, we don't need to, okay? We celebrate because she's gone back to God. It's good for her, right? Yeah. <laughs> my place to her every time. Oh, even with the Princess Diana, whatever. But nevertheless, we have, uh, you know, sent condolence. Actually, because we felt also sad. We felt good for them, now for Mother Teresa and for Princess Diana, but we feel bad. Too bad because we lost some good friends. We, we lost such beautiful face. We don't see them anymore. Of course they are in the heart, but they're not among our physical magnetic field, and that's what something missing, like a, a little void there. Okay, uh, let's uh, go back to what I wanted to say before I forgot again. I always do like this. It's just like my driving. If I haven't had somebody guiding me, I would be lost somewhere, you know, in um, Palm Spring there. <laughs> I go to Arizona over there, you know, I wouldn't ever go here. Um, so, Mother Teresa once said about Jesus, mm. like somebody asked her, you know, ah, this about marriage, complaining that uh, marriage is very difficult. Like, oh, my husband, oh God, it's so difficult to, to please him, you know. Can you advise me something how to keep a, a marriage? You know, a woman asked. So the ma Mother Teresa held up her finger, oh, a big finger. Okay. <laughs> I just want to tell you, 
Catholic or Christian order, when a nun is, uh, um, you know, given up, uh, uh, has a ordained into uh, priesthood, huh? She uh, wear a symbolic ring, just like Mary to Jesus. Okay, so she held up her ring. I don't have one here, but I can borrow okay, something like this. And she said, "Oh, and I'm married too." Yeah, she said, "Mother Teresa, I'm married too to Jesus, and he can be very difficult at times." <laughs> Yeah, I thought about that when I failed my driving test. Yeah, I thought he's he's not a very good husband. <laughs> But then later in the night he told me, "Don't be upset, and be your friend." So what do you mean, friend? You let me down. Well, I won't talk to you anymore. He said, "Hey, don't don't be like that. Don't be like that. The reason why you failed the test, do you know?" I said, "No, I don't. I certainly don't." <laughs> The reason why you failed the driving test because you have a lot of a lot of chauffeurs driving cars for you. You don't need them. <laughs> Of course, at that time I did not understand. Yeah. I still don't. <laughs> But uh, he probably think it's safer for me, knowing my temper <laughs> and knowing that I don't pay very good attention outside. You know, I'm mostly very inward. When I was younger, I don't talk too much like now. You know, I never talk really. I just also don't know what to talk about. Remember? Remember, I told you about uh, my husband, my friend, husband's friends. They talk to each other so long and about everything. And I always wish, oh, I, I wish I could talk about half that much to my husband. It would be more lively. But I normally didn't talk. I didn't know what to talk about. Yeah, I, I, I really changed. I really changed to be <laughs> to be a different uh, person. I, I don't know how, but it changed. Even many uh, people uh, who knew me before, you know, like uh, when I went around and around in Indian ashram and all that. You may sit down if you want on the staircase. You still can see me. Other people behind can see me. Uh, they they were surprised too. That I talk so much, and let's see, you know, you printed all my articles in the magazines, and sometimes I happen to read it. Now some people give them the tape, my tape, and people were surprised that, oh Jesus, this girl she talks. <laughs> Because when I was running around in the Himalaya or different ashrams in India or anywhere, I never talk. I never talk to people. I don't even, I don't even have, uh, you know, like close friends or anything. I always quiet, very very quiet, and kind of a very shy from people, shy from the public. So I don't know. Uh, God has changed me, really. He changed completely. I'm a different person. I never not talk like this. I never know how to. I really couldn't talk. I never did. <laughs> I'm surprised myself. So this is how God can change us. If we we just let it be, just completely trust in the name of Christ, the name of God, or the name of Buddha, then uh, everything will be arranged the way it should be. We just become like kids. 
Like, like, like today is the Moon Festival, is a festival for kids, and then we just join in and become one. Then we'll be back. Huh? Yeah. Don't, don't forget our child inside is always there. And whenever we call, it comes out, it peeps out. <laughs> That's the godly nature. That's the nature of purity, where we don't worry so much, we don't calculate so much. Whether we do this, what will we get in return? The child don't do like this. The child never worry about the tomorrow. It's in the Bible also say the same. Don't don't worry about tomorrow. It's enough that you take care of today. And he said, look at the lilies of the valleys, how they grow. Even the little grass, God takes care of them. How would he not take care of you? But most of us cannot uh, become childlike like this. And that's why we have a lot of sorrow, a lot of problems. Even though if we, ourselves, can be childlike, our relatives, our close ones, our loved ones are, are not childlike. And that can cause us also problems, pulling us back into a frigid kind of um, a world in which we sometimes feel suffocated. And it is difficult to live together when we are less than childlike. A childlike doesn't mean we don't take responsibility or we don't do what we have to do, but just do it in a very simple manner, in a very pure like uh, joy and no expectation, because knowing God as God is, we should not really worry. <laughs> he makes the whole universe in seven days. But what a mess. Yeah. <laughs> well, don't tell him, okay? It's still a joke, bad joke between us. <laughs> Perhaps it should take more time. <laughs> it was like a child, too much in a hurry, you know, create things in a quick fashion. So now we have to fix it a little. <laughs> it's okay. Actually, he did that on purpose. Because suppose God make everything too perfect, what do, do we have to do, right? And then we'll be even more boring. Right? No cinema to watch. <laughs> yeah. And uh, no soup to eat, huh? Everybody would never be hungry, huh? <laughs> no, no thirsty, no need to amuse ourselves, no, no need to do any uh, scripture, uh, any no sculpture or any painting or any artworks because because there's everything already there. No? Already perfect, and we don't have to. Yes, there is everything already in the universe, everything is already perfect. But sometimes we choose to ignore it, to close the curtain between us and the perfection so that we can see some flaws, some mistakes, some... Uh, something so that we can... something imperfect, so that we can create something new, or make it into perfection, into the likeness of the original one from God. And that's why we are as a human uh, standard. Or else uh, we don't need to really. You see, many times when you enter into samadhi, you know, when you enter the childlike state that I have mentioned, the, the real childlike, you know, like angel, like God, the, the, the pure joy of uh, existence, to just to exist alone. At that time, we really know everything is perfect. At that time, everything we wish 
it could be fulfilled. And also when you will wish for anything in that state, uh, you remember those times when you were in Samadhi. You really enjoy. For some of you who have not reached that Samadhi or sleeping while Samadhi comes, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah? <laughs> Should be more careful next time. More vigilant. <laughs> Don't blame us, the ones who do not sleep. <clears throat> Yesterday I watched television. I was bored. <laughs> to tell you, you can't just meditate all the time. Perfection always, also not good. And I went, I went back from uh, from somebody's house. You know, we had a little party, make jokes and laugh until about twelve o'clock. And then I came home all alone. You know, the so-called home. You know, temporary place. And I feel alone. Suddenly feel like uh, nobody around. You know. Sometimes it feels very good, but sometimes in some cer- in some certain moments you do feel empty, uh, if you lonely. Maybe the neighbors just uh, left his wife or something, and I have affected. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we do get effect, uh, affected from everybody else's feelings who happen to be around us. Do you know that or do you not know? You do. For example, you sometimes you walk into some places and you feel, wow, oh, this place is so uncomfortable, almost like joking. Huh? And sometimes you walk into a room and you feel, oh, it's just like very elated. Yeah? Or sometimes you see a person the first time in your life, but you feel like, oh, he's so evil, he's so kind of so so suffocating. You don't want to see him again. Or sometimes you're angry, or somebody angry with you, sit next to you, you just want to run away because there's a com- like a repellent feeling inside you that you can't bear it anymore, even though you sit together, but you wish you were miles away from each other, right? Yeah, this is the invisible effect of the projection of people's energy, be it positive or negative. So sometimes we do feel things not necessarily by our own uh, our own karma or our own situation, but by some people. Okay, just by the way, I talk always a lot, you know. Where, where, where were we? <laughs> oh, yeah, after that, and then I went home, I watched, I watched TV. And then I saw some, wow, the many interesting advertisements, you know. Like, oh, how can you get money without doing any work? <laughs> Just know how. Three cars, four cars, and you get money. Oh, I said, wow, really? I've been stupid all this time. <laughs> I should have come to America and watch TV long ago and then know how to make money, you know? Really, the way they talk is so easy, you know? Just give some a car free away and you earn money every day. And it looks like they earn a lot of money. Why don't you do it? Huh? Not that is. No, you don't want nothing. No, the two persons sit on TV and talk, and they show a lot of checks. No? Huh? <laughs> and then sometimes they say, oh, you can give a free pager or free telephone away, and then you earn money by that. So wow, I volunteer, you know. It's so simple, isn't that simple? No? Didn't you try before? You know what I mean or not? You know what, what show I mean? Yes. Oh, you have to watch a late night show about after two o'clock, something like that. That's a secret, you know, it's a secret. They don't show it in the daytime. I watch it from uh, two to five in the morning. All this, all this advertisement, you know, wow. From a sweeper to a mop and oh, all dry instantly, you know. Wow, it looks so cool. <laughs> 
Uh, especially, I was very interested in making money without work. <laughs> Why don't you try? I thought I'm coming today and tell you. <laughs> Everybody can become a millionaire in no time. <laughs> you didn't try? You did? You know, there was a giveaway of a telephone card. Why it didn't work? Why? No, we had to work a lot in the beginning. Why, why? You spend a lot of money, but maybe you don't get so much back. Right. No, I thought they gave it away for free. Come on, you, in which program you were? <laughs> free, no? Oh, you pay about $59 or something? It's okay, Mom, you sit there. <laughs> <clears throat> huh? Yeah, you pay a little bit, and then you work a lot, and you make a little bit. But the, 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 it looks so easy, yeah? They come to the train station, and you like a free picture, and everybody says yes. <laughs> Huh? And then you say, also, you pay a thousand dollars right here. Sign here. <laughs> no, 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 no pay. Yes, they, they ask yeah. money later on if we sign up. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you have to pay for your for your call, of course. No, you have to pay for your own call, no? The pager is free, but the, the electric not. <laughs> and the call, long distance, is not. And through satellite and all that, you have to pay for everything. Sure, if you want to. You have to sign a contract for a couple of years. Yeah, right. No, they say no need. It's free, but you sign a contract, they send a contract, but you have to sign it. Who sign? We, we sign. Yeah. No, it didn't say anything. <laughs> <laughs> what? It was a lot. It was a lot. Like what? I don't think they should distribute me for three years. <laughs> And then, and then, and then I was so interested, you know. So I watched until five or maybe six o'clock or something before I go to meditate. You know, and I was thinking, oh, money. <laughs> In America, people are so clever, you know. I was impressed. Oh, no wonder America looks so rich, you know. Yeah, and then, and then, uh, and then, but then suddenly. You know, there come a little voice you know, inside him. Oh, you idiot. Me. <laughs> <laughs> what did you say? Beg <laughs> your pardon? The voice said, You were really idiot. I'm disappointed. <laughs> I said, Come on, everybody, all, all my fellow initiates never think this way. They always think I'm the most clever person. <laughs> you mistaken for somebody else. I said, No, it's you, Suma Ching Hai, you. <laughs> you idiot. I said, What do you mean by that, huh? And then the little voice, you know, I don't know whether male or female, but maybe it's okay. Or... <laughs> Tell me. Ah, you don't need to, 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 to do all this kind of thing. You just. 
get everything from your wisdom and then you wouldn't know what to do. Up to now you never hand around any cards and you still have millions and you share with for all the people in the world and you don't even work that hard. What's the matter with you? <laughs> and then I suddenly became enlightened. Wow. Yeah, it's true. It's true. It's true, huh? It's true that the people who has wisdom, who meditate, who become childlike and trust everything into God, things go just the way, like the wind blows, just like the way the sun rises and the sun sets. There's no need, really, effort. When I think of other painters, for example, you know, the professional they took days or weeks to paint one painting, and I make it in a few hours. Sometimes half an hour, depends. Huh? And uh, I never learned any technique. I didn't even read books about painting. Okay, fine. Other people still like it. You know what I mean? Outside people, not only us. And then, uh, what else they want to say? Ah, I forgot again. My dad getting old. Hey. Huh? What? Yeah, and I didn't even, uh, I didn't even make so much effort. Mm, and. Those painters, you know, professional ones, they can mostly paint only one side. You know, like you see, you see, you know, sometimes you see a, a gallery of somebody exhibition, and you see from the beginning to the end, almost the same style. It's just different angle. For example, a person who specializes in painting uh, forest uh, trees uh, with the sun, sunshine, sun rays through it and a little pond underneath. Then he would do that all the time. And maybe different angle from here, uh, he cut the pond into different pieces, and then one in one painting, he give <laughs> the picture the left side pieces, and the other painting, he put it on the right pieces, and the other one he put in the middle, etc., etc. And I look at one, I don't even need to look at the signature, I know it's his. <laughs> Is that not so? Yes. Most of the time, I don't say every painter are like that. And it took them a lot of time to learn to do that and a lot of time to finish that picture. So most of the painters are like that. Uh, I, I don't even need to. I could paint the same thing again, but I never want to. So this is boring enough to paint one already. I have to repeat it again. Oh, Jesus Christ, I couldn't do that. You know, and, and imagine spending your whole life painting almost the same thing all the time. And it will take so long with all your expertise and your experience in the, in the field. That is ah, something I worship, you know. People are really patient, <laughs> really are enduring. I couldn't do that. It would bore me to tears. And then they couldn't get money too. But, you know, it's all different. This is a technique and know-how. And, and mine is just natural, uh, childlike. And, and, and I did it for a pure joy of doing it. I didn't even think of making money or pleasing the public. I had nobody else in mind at that time, and I didn't have any idea what I'm going to paint next, any fixed idea or subject. I just do it the way I want it, and the way I feel at that time, and it just feel good. And every time I finish one painting, you know, lousy as it looks, <laughs> I like to look at it for many days, until all the pain naturally dries up. And sometimes I go away, but I still miss it. I want to come back and look at it. Now I grow up a little, I don't miss the little things anymore, but I used to do. I used to miss my painting. Can you believe it? Yeah, sure. Yeah. 
I don't know if other painters miss the painting or not. I, it might not mean much to you because you you have different idea about art. You know, everybody is different, of course. But at that time, when I first paint any picture at all, doesn't matter how lousy it looks to you, it means something to me because I was so uh, happy when I I, I do it, <laughs> and just for the pure enjoyment of of seeing how it comes out. Yeah. So I did not have any effort really, or that's sometimes an effort. I tell you what gives me headache when I do some still picture, you know, or like imitation, still life, yeah? You paint flowers or you paint fruit or things like that. Then you have to like a copy. Then at that time, oh, I feel tired. I got Jesus, no wonder they cost a lot of money to paint or to, to sell them, you know. Uh, fruits are still not so bad, okay? Uh, but flowers are oh, difficult, yeah? Because I thought it's easy, you know? And I look, put the flower, oh, look easy, I'm going to do that, you know? Just for fun. Oh, it wasn't fun. <laughs> it wasn't that fun like when I want to do all my own creation. I create something, it's, it's more free, I enjoy more. But when I started the flower, I had to finish. Oh, and, and the finishing project, oh, I can't believe it. And I don't know how other painters enjoy doing painting because if you have to copy something, that inspiration is no longer there. I have to pay minute detail to the flower and still couldn't make it like it is. It might look better. <laughs> yeah, because I also had a little revolutionary touch in there. Anyhow, I don't want to make it exactly like the flower, but I want to express something else through the flower. So at least that that uh, inspiration, that motive, make, give me a little comfort. Or else, oh, I say I can never paint like this again. Oh, paint, painting flowers are so difficult. I never know it's that difficult. Yeah, when you see Van Gogh or something with sunflower and all that, don't think that's easy. It looks easy. It is not. It is not. Maybe it is easy for him. I don't know because they're used to copying. Now I know why everything not original makes us tired. That's why this world makes us tired, because it's not original. This is the shadow, the shadow of the real. And so we have to do things according to rules and regulations, and that's why it makes us tired. And that's why driving makes me tired, because it is like a copy, you know? I cannot do what I want, I have to do exactly what it is. Is this okay now? But yeah, that's why I'm not talented. And every time I go, I go uh, lecture, I can just speak naturally the way I do to you now, then it's okay. But if I have to think ahead of time and draw a speech, a draft, oh God, I never thought it could be so difficult. And I wasn't very bad at essay in school, you know. I was always number one. Yeah, I could write, I could write, but I never wanted to. When I step in school, you know, and you were young, you were forced to do it, and I can do it very easily, anytime. But to, to like, if you, uh, if you, if you have to describe something, you know, or describe an occasion, then it's okay. But then you have to describe God. You have to think ahead of time. What God will look like? It's it's not natural anymore. Uh, Sophia, you were with me in Europe sometime, and you remember how difficult it is for me when I have to draft German 
<coughs> German speech uh, or French speech, especially this is not my fluent language for a long time, and it's, it's, it's like a headache, really. Even if I have to write in English, I feel so weird, I feel so, 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 so fake, you know, it's not real. That's why I don't go off to the Euro when I don't speak anymore. Thanks God. It's more comfortable with English. Yeah, maybe that's why. Because we are originally the creator. Originally a spark of the creative energy and divine. So anything force us to to, to go into rule and regulation, to draw after somebody else, to copy, we don't like it. It's like machine, it's like a copy machine. So we don't have a creative energy to flow out of us, which is more natural to us, make use of our own creative uh, talent, then we feel tired. And that's why all the jobs in this world make you tired. Doesn't matter how much money it offers you. I just realized that. It's not that you're lazy, it's not that you don't want to work, it's not that you don't want to contribute, but many jobs really drag you out, drag you down, you know, and drain you out, because you have to do exactly what, what, and sometimes it's really tedious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I made it sometimes. <laughs> I used to say tedious, because I think of <laughs> Okay. I just I repeat it ten times, you know, before, so I remember. Just like a prejudice or prejudice, that one. Prejudice. I still cannot make it. Okay. Uh, anyhow, you see, and I feel very sorry for us sometimes that we could not be childlike, even though we want to. And sometimes the reality, the world, just the want to drag us back into this material. A very heavy uh, kind of existence, and we, we feel very tired, very tired. Even though sometimes we work only four hours, huh? Part time, we're tired, and at the end of the day, oh, we kind of use up all the energies, and we became more, you know, creased and more uh, critical and more, mm, how to say, because uh, because what's it? How's it? Huh? Stress out, of course, stress out. But then we, we also cannot be so innocent anymore. We have a lot of uh, preconceptions about a lot of things, which is, might not be true. And sometimes we know it, but at our cost later. And because, because everything like, hits us in the face and telling us that things are not good and things are so mm, hard, you know, money is difficult to earn, and you have to fight, you have to compete, and you have to do this, you have to do that in order to go ahead. There are many schools that you teach you how, <laughs> how to, you know, how to be a billionaire in no time, <laughs> how to earn money without working, you know, the way I think last night. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I, what, I glued to the television, I thought, wow, wow, how come all the initiate don't know, maybe they meditate at this time. So I was eager to come and tell you today, you know, how to make money in America. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Actually, it's not like that. We don't need to really exert too much in the mind, but just uh, try to remember the creative source of our real being. And then we can create everything. Actually, energy can create subjects, and they can even materialize them. You know that. 
Uh, in, in Tibet, there are some kind of tradition, uh, kind of sect, you know, and people teach you how to visualize things. You can even visualize anybody you want, even imagine it, or you can pick up a guy like that and imagine him and then make another one. <laughs> yeah, no need the, the, the um, okay, clone, yeah. clone the machine. No, no, you can do that by your own imagination until that person becomes reality and you can't even touch him. That's the problem. See, but that is uh, not even a higher level yet. You see, that's all why all the magic, you know, comes from. You can imagine anything you want if you concentrate well enough. But this is just an example. Ah, just an example. Uh, sometimes, like one Indian guru in India, he can material things, materialize things, and give it to you. You know, out thin air. Not, not he trick you. He really can. Huh? At least some ash. You know, I don't know what to do with it, but <laughs> can do that. Huh? And this is it really not yet the super level of consciousness, and we still can do that. Oh, what more if we, you know, go back to the real, the higher source of creation, of all things in the universe, uh, from the small worms to, you know, the big sun that uh, warmed the whole world without ever finished <laughs> the energy. So actually all this know-how and all that is very nice. But when we rely only on that, we'll be in trouble. But people are successful. Some people are successful. They know how to talk, and if they don't have anything else to rely on, if they forgot, forgot God and the wisdom, then maybe they should try. But for us, try if we want. But we must remember <laughs> the child inside is real God. Except you become uh, pure as a child, you cannot enter the kingdom of God. You remember? Okay. That is just a way of saying that we have to rely everything on God again. That's the only thing that can give us everything we want. Really, we just naturally we encounter something and it brings us joy and benefit. We don't even have to accept any, any kind of, uh, of, of work or any kind of effort. So this is the child that we should become, <laughs> not the irresponsible one, but the wise child. And when we become so wise, then we become so pure. Because when we know everything, then there's nothing that we should know, nothing we seek to know, or nothing that we want to know. And that's why we became so contented, because we feel at least that we know, we know whatever coming is fine, whatever arrives is okay. God will arrange everything. God is the master in us. God is ourself, the creative energy that made us in the beginning, and that is part of us, that is us, and that will all forever will be. Okay. I don't like, I don't like a prison Sunday now. <laughs> okay. Thank you all. I think we should just enjoy, and I'll see you later in there somewhere. What do you do today? Barbecue? No? Yeah, what? Music? Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, what time will we begin? Now? Right? Yeah. And where? In, inside? Yeah, no, let's move.
And I just want to say that uh, normally when I look at people, I, I don't know who is who, really. A lot of people who work near, you know, are close to me, and I don't know for many years. Like yesterday, no, the day before yesterday, I was invited to dinner to uh, somebody's house. And then uh, for working, you know, just to do some video cutting or something, just approval, final approval or something. And this is the first time I know who is taking my, uh, I'll say, picture. <laughs> and he did that many years already, you know, right in front of me all the time. And I asked, who is this guy? <laughs> and they told me, this is, uh, you know, so-and-so, the, the video man. I said, oh, really? <laughs> What's his name and all that, you know? I really don't know. In the first time I saw his face, even though he looked at me all the time right in front of me. I don't recognize. You know, I mean, I don't look at people and and see an individual. I see the Buddha only, maybe. <laughs> and there are also some uh, some kind of uh, God, you know. Next to me, you, know, you call you call bodyguard or God bodies, you know. <laughs> yeah, they are next to me all the time, huh? Sometimes they they how say they uh, make the way for me and all that. Then the next one, the one next, to me. and I don't know. I don't know him until somebody told me, oh. You know who is who, you know? I said, who is that? And I said, she said, oh, is this your bodyguard? I said, my God, I don't know him. <laughs> and they, he was introduced to me, and I said, the first time, you know, ever, for many years or months, that I know that person was next to me all the time. Yeah. <clears throat> so sometimes people take my photo and all that for many years, you know, and I... I mean, from, uh, if they live with me, like residents, you know, in Meoli, of course then I know. Yeah, because we see each other every day and drink teas and all that. But if uh, I just come and go, like, uh, to L.A. Center now and again, or to any other center, then, and you provide uh, uh, your own photographer and all that, I would never know the person. Yeah, I don't notice. Yeah, today I better have a look at this guy, otherwise. <laughs> What's your name? Ron. Huh? Ron. Ron? Yeah. R-O-N. Oh, Ron, that's the English name. That's easy for me. That's easy for me. Okay. I better look at him otherwise. Sometimes he's with me and I don't know and he probably feel hurt, you know. God, I work for you so many years. It's right in front of your nose all the time and you pretend not to know me. Please, don't think that way, huh? Any one of you. I don't pretend. I don't know what pretension is. I just don't know, really. Uh, many people find it hard to understand, and I, I accept that. Because it's just funny how you don't notice people when they're in front of you all the time. You know, I just don't have the individual attention to each one or the special one, except when you are introduced to me for a special reason and eat dinner with me or somehow, and then I remember next time. But if introduced just one time and then go away, and I won't remember again next time. So please remind me if I forget you, huh? <laughs> because I really don't remember. Yes? And uh, sometimes, like, some people interview me, or sometimes go government official, you know? Uh, last time, remember, we have the president, you know? Out of just pure, you know, pure goodness and pure, pure, you know, kind of a habit, you know, helping anyone. And they also have to ask me, you know, they want to interview me, but I don't have time, so I just call and they ask me which hotel did I stay at that time, whom I was with the car, who was driving me, 
I said, no idea at all. <laughs> really, no idea. And they told me who was driving me, who was with me in the car. I said, I'm surprised. Hey, it might be so, because I... You have no reason to tell lies, but I have no reason either, because I really don't remember. Yes, they told me I stayed in Ritz Carlton at that time, and I was surprised. I said, no, I didn't. Or maybe I did, did I? <laughs> oh, really, because I don't remember, you know? I don't care where I stay. I don't remember the name of the address. I don't remember the address of this center now. I tell you truly. Yeah, I don't. Now you ask me, now you ask me what address and what name, what number, I cannot answer you. I cannot answer you any of the center except Meli. And Meli, I only know it since recently because I have to write a lot to them and phone a lot because I'm not there anymore. Otherwise, before I also don't know what's the name and what's the address, what's the village. You know, really, I'm just so absent-minded like that. And if people don't believe me, then I cannot help it. But it's truly like that. You know, I, I don't notice so much of the things. And uh, sometimes, you know, when we pass by some places, yeah, and then my driver or my attendant came in, Oh, Master, you remember this place? <laughs> I said, What is it you remember? He said, Oh, uh, six years ago, you lectured here for the first time in America. <laughs> I said, Oh, I couldn't even remember six minutes ago. <laughs> yeah, really, it's totally strange to me what that place is, you know. I don't know. I don't remember. I'm just driven in and driven out, you know. I'd driven in the last minute to come up to stay, you know, look important and deliver big deal stuff, you know, Buddha and all that. <laughs> and then I finish and then I'm driven out, you know. And I close my eyes, meditate in the car and then go home. That's it. Wherever home that is. Yes. I can't even remember the hotel I stayed. I remember the place that I stay on my, or from my initiate's house or wherever that is. I don't remember. I don't remember who drives my car. I don't remember who leads my car. I don't remember who, what, do what. I don't. And it is funny if uh, people call me for witness or anything like that, please don't count on me. <laughs> yeah? Don't even ask me what I did yesterday or the day before. Maybe yesterday I still remember, you know? But sometimes I forget too. I mean, I forget the detail. I might remember roughly what I did, but sometimes I don't. And especially the lecture, you know, I deliver anywhere. After I finish, if you ask me what I did say, I don't remember one word. And that is the truth. And you must remember. So in case I forget your face or I forget your name or I seem not to recognize you again after you have been introduced to me or you have brought me tea or you brought me present or cake or whatever that is, please don't get hurt. Huh? Just by the way, I, I remember to tell you, don't get hurt. I'm just like that. I don't know why. I used to have an excellent memory when I was young. I guess I'm getting old now. <laughs> Forgetful. Yes. When I was young, when I was young in, you know, like uh, primary school, I had excellent memory, so I never had to study at home. Whatever the teacher write on the blackboard, after he written and he erased it, I remember all already. Yeah, that's why my father used to scold me for not studying at home. I said, oh, it. I remember everything already. That's, but I proved it to him, I proved it to him, but he still don't believe me. If I'm not that good, how I am always first in the class, you know? That is the proof, right, that I know. 
Yeah, but he, he find it hard to believe his story. You know, now he does. It's okay. <laughs> Better late than never, huh? Yeah. But I, uh, I know I cannot remember much anymore. Okay. I remember. I don't remember the stuff that I do, or whatever to somebody. A lot of times, uh, some of the, of some of you come to my house or my place and time have tea with me. Some people are working, you know, like, if I know him, for example, if I know him today, yeah, and then I feel he's cute, yeah, <laughs> and if he's not married, yeah, then I probably invite him to my place together with other people, uh, or, or if a contact person or somebody recommends me, say, oh, that person very nice, you know, he did that for you, then I invite him, yeah? and then so I have some uh, a kind of group of friends, you know, like disciple friends. And then uh, sometimes they would remind me, Oh, Master, you remember four years ago, you say that and that to that person? I say, Oh, oh, <laughs> no idea, you know. Because um, sometimes something I said and then it comes true, and they want to remind me, Oh, Master, you knew it already five years ago. I say, I absolutely have no memories of that. So please uh, forgive me if I seem to be uh, kind of ignorant of your great presence sometimes. And I seem to be very, uh, how to say, neglecting you in any way. Yeah? I hope you don't feel that way. You don't, huh? No. Yeah. I don't remember one person so that I can remember all the persons. You understand? It's not that I am ignorant or I try to be uh, arrogant or anything like that. I don't try anything. I live my life like you do. And I suffer too about petty problems and. I'm scared of ghosts and, you know, <laughs> scared of a jumping uh, uh, cockroach, whatever that is, you know, it's just the way you do. Some people are scared of mouse, some people are scared of cat. I'm scared of everything. <laughs> yeah, for example, like that. Yeah, and I like noodle, you know, cooked well and things like that. And I don't pretend to be somebody great so that I would not remember you or I'm too busy to remember you. It's not true. It just God made me perhaps this way so that I can be more free in my heart. Suppose if I remember you, I remember you, and all the memories come all the time, every day I think of, oh, that person was so nice to me yesterday, that person was so nice to me the day before. And I know so many people, and so many people would be nice to me whenever they have a chance. Then how would I have a clear or empty mind to remember all of you, you know, in my soul? Maybe that way, you know, that's what I think. Uh, what do you think? <laughs> but I know, you know I remember you, huh? Because this is proof that every time you call me at home, yeah, you have a response, right? Yes, so invisibly or sometimes visibly. Yes, so that means I remember every one of you, every of you, right? Yeah, so don't get hurt, huh? Yeah, I can't invite everybody individually to tea all the time. Because suppose I invite ten persons, that's a different story, you know, that you feel more individual. But if I invite ten, ten hundred, you know, or hundred persons, it's different, you know. You can't just feel uh, like a small circle of friends again, you know. Even though I try to, you won't feel the same and I won't feel the same, you know. You can't crack jokes, you know, individually and casually. It's different, right? But then it's okay. Uh, the love of God is very big and it's flowing through me, so you can all have them. <laughs> and flowing through you too, so we can uh, merge together and feel good about each other 
and remember each other, huh? even though without the memories of the faith. A lot of politicians, uh, you know, great personage, yeah, personage, right? They have this uh, uh, talent of remembering people's face and name, and because of that, they su su succeed. They have success. Like Napoleon, he has a very good memory. He can call each one by name after many years. A lot of, of people he remember, yeah, and that that is very good for political career, <laughs> yeah, or business even, you know. People like to be remembered. Huh? Hey, uh, unfortunately, I cannot be a politician if I don't have this. <laughs> yes. So you, you know very well now that I am not ambitious in polit political career, huh? If I do, I can train myself in remembering people and treat people nicely, cautiously, you know, each one of them like that, as much as I can, you know, like organize party for my party and things like that. I can't do that. I don't care. Huh? I don't care things like that way. Be even. What for, huh? Suppose I be uh, President of the United States, then what? And then what? Huh? Well, what should I do after? <laughs> for what? And then what? Huh? What do you get? <laughs> you know? Right? Oh. What now, right? What now? <laughs> after we have uh, practiced this method, what, 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 what do we want? Huh? If we forgive the whole world, and then what? Right? If everybody does everything we want, and then what? If you have hundred wives, hundred husbands, and then what? <laughs> yeah. You have a lot of money in the bank, and what? <laughs> and what would you do with it, you know? Oh, I tell you truly, because sometimes God also gives me uh, some ability to earn money, huh? For my, perhaps for my travel expenses and to share with the brothers and sisters who ever need her, huh? as much as they can, huh? as much as he gives them. But sometimes he gives too much, you know? I mean, it's not too much for the worldly people if, if, if it comes to that, the more the better, of course. But sometimes he gets too much at the one time and I, I get headache, you know? I get worried. What am I to do with all this now? Quickly, quickly, you know, dispense it or find something to do. Otherwise you get nervous, you know? <laughs> yeah, you feel like uh, pressure or something. That's a good thing about uh, practicing Guanyin method. We are really free, huh? We are really liberated in this lifetime. Hmm? Slowly and somebody quickly and somebody immediately, huh? Because we're free. We're free from any uh, attachment of this world. And sometimes we are still attached to something, like maybe a brother, sister, or, or a husband and wife, but that's his love, that's his obligation. It's a habit also, right? But we know deep in our heart that this is uh, not important. Huh? We might cry our heart out because that's the way emotion works. Because we have emotion set up in our system. So if something happens, doesn't go well with the emotion, it bursts out in tears or in soap or in a kind of sorrowful lamentation. But that's just the way the mechanical work of the body and the emotion. But deep down in our heart, in a, a, the other side, the soul knows this is no problem, no problem. So we don't go berserk, we don't have nervous breakdown, and we don't go kill people, <laughs> you know, because we go with somebody else, or we don't go to try to do something uh, tragic to ourselves, or kill ourselves, for example, things like that, right? Because we're balanced. 
you're free. You're free. Some people free more, some free people free less, of course, but eventually we, we know we're free. Yeah? Sometimes we're free already, but we just have it thinking that we are not free yet. We still feel that, okay, I'm still very much emotional, uh, I'm still very much uh, greedy or something like that, but it's just for a moment, just for a while. It don't last long. Not like most worldly people, right? when they have sorrow, when they have trouble, they couldn't, they couldn't function, right? They couldn't function. And they, the sorrow dures so long, so long, that sometimes they forget to live. They just live in the past, forget the present, and ignore the future. But the Guan Yin practitioner has a different point of view and different strength and different advantages because we know we are strong inside. Yeah? When we meditate, we're stable and we clear our worry and our sorrow and we feel good, <clears throat> we feel free. And that's the meaning of liberation in this lifetime. You know, I cannot give you anything more than that. It's nothing more precious. Huh? Money cannot buy. I cannot tell you money back guarantee because you don't give me any. <laughs> So that's the end of it. <laughs> oh, any question? Huh? Yeah, come here, brother. What's that? Oh, what does he want? Come here. Read it for me. Oh, go DC? You don't go crazy, okay? <laughs> you you take care of your own very well. There's no problem breaking a leg. Huh? Yeah, uh, Suppose you break, break your soul and that's more what? You're lucky. Don't complain. Right? Uh, we break our leg now and again. <laughs> Some people break their heart. Huh? This is just a physical condition. And it's upsetting for a while, yeah? Because you're used to with freedom and running around, and then suddenly you have to walk so slow, and it feels frustrating. But don't let it get you down, huh? You owe enough to be clever. Come on, just run there on the airplane, huh? Nowadays it's very simple to go anywhere, even if you have to go on stretch car, you know? Right? They bring you there. You have the money, it's all right. So many people take care of you. Don't be like a kid. Yeah? I don't have nobody to take care of me. Yeah. Master, my question is, when Master come on this planet, why do they need any initiation or why do they need any Master? Who? Who needs? The Master who is born as a Master. Oh, oh I see. And then they... <laughs> they don't need... I have no? seen in India also a lot of Masters, they are born as Masters. Yes. But they need a Guru or yes. what you call the Master. Yes, understand. And even though they are born masters, they are free to go. So, master, why, why a perfect master needs a guru to get the initiation? Mm. They don't need really, but you know, like, remember Jesus. He <coughs> said, "Let it be done." Yeah, he was baptized by John the Baptist, and people also asked him the same question. He said, "Let it be done." Let the law be done, the law of the physical universe, okay? Suppose, uh, suppose I come to the United States, 
and I'm a British citizen. I come here, I have to obey the law of this country, even though it's a little different from England. I have to drive on the right side and not on the left side, like England. Yeah? So I get into trouble. And just, just to be like everyone. And why not? It's just no, no big deal to have a guru. Besides, if you have a guru, then everybody else also follows. They have your master. You know, the view is normal that way. Because everything is too miraculous, scare people also. Suppose I just uh, drop dead from heaven, you know. I mean, <laughs> drop down alive from heaven, and so here I am, the supreme master, so blah, blah. Well, I think uh, people don't like it that much. They think it's hypnotism. They think it's uh, cheating or uh, the, the working of the devil. Really, can't. Uh, it is already bad enough that any master should take a physical form, any form of the physical body. Because many people will cling to that form and think, oh, this is the form of the master. Any other form is no good. See what I mean? So God cannot always appear right here in front of us in one form or another. Suppose he appear in front of Jesus, and all the Buddhists will say, no, no, not for me. And he, suppose he appear in the form of the Buddhas, like we, many people would like to see. And then the Catholic will say, no, no, that's just a, a heretic, you know, thing like that. It's very difficult. So we have to find the truth inside. It doesn't matter whether the master has a guru or not guru. He, he comes here, he has to eat, he has to be born, you know, physically, he has to grow up, he has to study, everything else is the same. So it's the same with initiation. Also, it is good to be humble, to sit at the feet of someone, to learn to be a disciple first. It's no problem with a master. The master can be anything, why not be a disciple? Right? Yeah. Is that satisfying to you? Yeah, very much. Okay, thank you. Besides, another thing I want to tell you. Any master who comes to this world physically, all the memories, all the glory, all the power is wiped away from him and her after the age of maybe four or something. Then he don't remember anything, like everybody else. They have to learn anew. So, get get the key again, you know? Get the key from a living master, yeah, hand the key to him. Some masters, <coughs> when they get initiated, they get self-realization very fast, yes. in six months, within one year. Yes. And some requires years together, uh -huh. twenty years, twenty-five years, Yes. and then they have the self-realization. Yes. Even though they might be born master. Master, yes. Why, why is this a Use time gap. Oh, no problem. It is their own wish to do that. Just to show many different people that, okay, you don't have to be fast. Yeah? Even me, I take uh, 25 years, so you you don't worry about your own slow progress. See? It is a master kind of uh, showing people, encouraging people. For example, like that. No? Suppose I get uh, enlightenment in uh, realization, great realization in six months. There are a lot of people like this, the type of people who like that, quick, to come to me also say, Oh, yeah, if you get it in six months, I get it in six days. <laughs> some people feel inferior if they take too long. So if they look up at some other master, you know, or in the past or in the present, say, Oh, that master takes 25 years to become a Buddha. So I am okay. <laughs> yeah, even at a progress very fast now. But look at that master, you know. He's born a master, he still takes so long, so it doesn't matter so much. But that's, that's one thing. Another thing is that 
There are two kinds of master. One master is made, one master is born. See, the born master is quick. And the made master is like any of us here, has been wandering so many centuries and thousands of lifetimes in this world. It's the first time he comes to realization and he endeavors to become a master. And he can be. His destination is just fine like that. And the other master is born by destiny, born with the glory of the master already, with all the power from the past, present, and future to bring to this world to do the work. So that's past. All right? Okay, brother? Thank you. You're welcome. between uh, being slow or fast, because we have been all masters in the past anyhow. It's just the master has realized it already long ago and come back again as a born master. You see what I mean, brother? And some just, uh, you know, newly uh, made here. Yes? Can I ask? Yes, please. Masters, some of, the, some of the perfect masters, strong masters, they sometimes never come out from the caves of the Himalayas. They never come out. They, they continue to be there, and we, small people, don't get the benefit uh -huh. of those oh. masters. Well, that's their master work. Then who, who, is, who, who are we to tell the master what to do? You know, each master has their own uh, destination, their own uh, mission to do. <coughs> to sit in the Himalaya just as good as to preach to the people. See what I mean? Yes. Uh, some some master like to go out and share share the joy with the people. So master just sit there and benefit by radiation, by their presence in this world. It's fine. Okay. <laughs> yes. Some doctor became professor and teaching university. You know. Some doctor just work in the hospital. Hmm? Some doctor retired and work. <laughs> <laughs> Any more questions, brother? Ah, okay, your questions are beautiful. We all benefited from that. We benefited from the Master not only uh, in the physical physical presence, but there are also goodwill and, you know, uh, life from the Master when he meditates in the Himalaya or meditate anywhere. But of course it is uh, more direct and, you know, for those who have affinity with such certain master, they come in contact with the physical master, so they can realize it quicker. Huh? <laughs> yes. And the other master sometimes sit in Himalaya, support the, 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 the working master. Yeah, support. Mentally support, you know? Or spiritually support. Everyone has their work. No problem about that. Okay, what else? You happy? Yeah. You with your leg again? <laughs> I think I need a reinitiation. Reinitiation? No, don't need. Okay, you can. You can come in if you want to. Now, you can come in. Yeah, no problem. Uh, please help him if he cannot walk. It will be alright, brother, after a while you get used to it. I'm not sure. Should I tell you a story about some bad thing before you leave? <laughs> brother, stay one minute. You know, there was, uh, there was a disciple, huh? Sit down. 
to come and complain to the master. Oh, master, master, oh my God, to be married is terrible, to be married is terrible. Oh, I think I'm going to divorce this woman, she's terrible. And the master said, no, don't worry about it, it will be better. And the disciple asked, how, how long, master? How long will she change? How long will our situation change? Will I can bear no more? He said, I guarantee to you, ten years later, things will go better. <laughs> And the, the disciples said, really, Master, after ten years we'll be happily ever after? And the situation will be improved? Master said, no, you'll get used to it. Any of you help him? Well, he needs a little comfort at this time because it's no new situation. I'm also like that, actually. I tell him all, but I'm also like that. When I'm sick, I'm more like a baby, you know. Oh, please help. Uh, it's so painful. I can't eat, I can't cook, I can't sleep. Ah, uh, yeah. I love to be baby, you know, when I'm sick. Unfortunately, I'm sick too often and not, not too many people around. I baby myself. <laughs> I talk to myself, oh, I'm so sick. Oh, help me, please. And I go help myself. <laughs> Oh my God, it's a terrible day today, you know, I feel so, so exhausted, so tired. Oh, please, bring me some medicine. And then I go out and bring medicine. <laughs> yeah, that's the quickest way. <laughs> and suppose you ask somebody else, maybe he bring the wrong medicine. <laughs> and then you get worse. <laughs> yeah, it happens, it happens. If you want something done, do it yourself. You know that? You know that, right? Okay. Uh, any other cute question? Yeah. When you go to the church as a Catholic people, in the middle of the church, of the mass, I mean in the middle of the mass, then you give the bread to the people and the blood, so, yeah, the wine, but they said it symbolized blood and body, bread is body and wine is blood of Jesus. So would you please to speak some more about it because I, I think about it but I don't understand what does it mean. Please, thank you. Are you Catholic? Yes. Okay. Well, I don't give that blood and my body is all... <laughs> I'm trying hard to understand. <laughs> huh? Okay. Okay. It's very simple, Mother. It's very simple. When Jesus was alive, He always gave blessed food. You know? Yeah. And because somebody eat that, it's benefit. Yeah? Benefit them. It's one of the blessed food that Jesus gives, or partake of his meal or bread, whatever. Because if you eat that, it's kind of the master radiation is with the food. So that's just like the master gives you his own flesh and bone. See? Or blood even. So the wine or the water you drink is like elixir. Elixir, huh? Ah. And then when the master blesses it, or you think of the master and ask master to bless it, and you drink it just like to, you have his blood transfusion to you. Huh? You become stronger and spiritually enlightened just like him, or almost like him and slowly become like him. And that is the symbol of the blood and flesh from Jesus. And this is a ritual that is left over from the old time. Anytime, even in Buddhist temple, they also now still, you know, like, uh, they go and bring some offering food to the Buddha's altar, 
and some water in it, and later they share it to everybody and say, oh, this the Buddha blessed it. Uh, you do the same stupid thing right now. <laughs> yeah, even when I'm not there, you always put some fruit or candy or whatever, and water, and they say, oh, Master blessed it already. <laughs> good for you, eh? Some people believe it, and it's good for them. Maybe their faith uh, heals them, you know? And I don't care. Whatever good for you is fine with me. <laughs> yes, because faith is also very powerful. Eh? Okay. Maybe I'm not that powerful, but your faith is so powerful that it works. Then it doesn't matter. You can credit it to me, or you can credit it to yourself, or you can credit it to God. It doesn't matter. As long as you are fine, as long as you're benefited, who cares in what name? Right? But normally, in the name of the Master, things work well. That's all. That's why Jesus said, when you pray to my Father in my name, my Father will bless you. Why is that? Because at that moment, uh, Jesus was commissioned as a son, yeah, to, to, to transmit the blessing from heaven to him. Just like the water pipe is commissioned to bring water into your house from the water resource, yeah? You can worship the pipe or you can kick it, it still brings water, okay? The function don't, <laughs> don't change if you kick it, but don't kick too hard, it breaks. <laughs> then the water no more. <laughs> That's, that's the only thing why you have to take care of the water pipe, you know? You, you, some of you live in America in some very cold, cold, uh, cold state, right? And then in the winter, you have to even take care not to talk about worship, huh? Yeah? Sometimes you have to bow on your knee and, and, and you know, mend the water pipe <laughs> and, and then to put cotton wool and insulation kind of, uh, uh, i say, warm stuff padding stuff around the pipe so that the pipe don't break during winter time and then uh, uh, your water no more. You know what I mean? So the same, if you take care of the master or you love the master, it's because you love yourself. You love the things that you get from the water pipe. So I don't feel very proud about it and I don't thank you anything about it. So we both benefit something, huh? I get the warm pipe and <laughs> you get the water. Okay? See. Okay, Mother? <laughs> You're welcome. So some people get jealous because I have all attention, you know, and love and care and all that. I say, oh, don't be misled. <laughs> but even then, even if you want to act like a king, you have to behave like a king. A king is respected and beloved by all his subjects for his sacrifice and his hard dedication to his people, right? So, it is not that the king get, get all the worship, it's just because he loved, he sacrificed, so the people in return, you know, compensate, or just balance it, you know, just like somebody love you and help you, in turn you will love and, and, and you know, uh, be grateful to that person, right? It's just normal procedure. And the more sacrifice, the more dedication, the more love and respect you get in return. So you don't have to be a king to get this kind of treatment. You just have to be dedicated, and very, very loving and selfless. Then you get all the respect and attention, even more so. Not even if you don't want it, you will get it. It's just a kind of uh, the law of, of, of a cause and effect, huh? Uh, so don't be jealous if somebody gets all the attention, because she or he probably dedicate his or her all 
to the welfare of other people. And in return, that is the normal reaction, eh? a normal procedure of, 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 of the working uh, law in, in here, that if you are very good, then you have the good things in return. Not all of the thing, of course, but outwardly looking is like that. And in heaven too, heaven will be registered, your name and your work and your dedication, yeah? So don't think nobody knows what you're doing. Even nobody knows, heaven knows. Huh? And that's important. And heaven is what? It's ourselves, yeah, our knowledge that we know we are good. We're satisfied with the way we represent ourselves in this world. Like, okay, that's what I want to be. That is the way I'd be happy with myself. I'm selfless. You know, I like to be noble like that. And then after a while, you even forget that you are noble and selfless. You just do it, like the way the sun gives warmth and, you know, nutrition to the all-being. You don't even know you're doing, huh? You don't feel anything. You just do it, like you're breathing, like you comb your hair or wash your hands. Very natural. And that's when we reach perfection. But even then, at that time, we don't know we reach perfection, and that's a good thing about it. Or else we would think we are so good. Yeah, we stick our nose up into heaven and then all the angels will get tickled. Yeah? yeah. Okay, that's it for today, folks. Uh, no more question, huh? Oh, come on. Master, I have a question, but can I ask you probably later? No, 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 no more no, privately. This sounds ridiculous, so I don't want to... I don't want people to laugh at you? Yes. If it's so ridiculous, why ask? No, if you know already, it's hard to believe, but it's true. So then, then just say it as the truth. I don't run any more private interview. You know what? Especially to men. <laughs> <laughs> I had enough experience. So I, <laughs> no, I trusted all of you. Yeah, private interview and come in there and try to ask for my hand and feet and all that. Then all they are public. <laughs> <laughs> they belong to the public. <laughs> yeah. Even if I want to give it to you, you can only share part of it. You cannot ask for my hand, the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, so things like that. All the time, you know, I don't want it anymore. I'll talk nonsense, you know. There's nothing so important. If you think it's so ridiculous, just forget about it. Hmm? And if you're so brave, then you talk right here. <laughs> and if you're not brave enough, then you don't deserve it. <laughs> okay, that's why I say, you know. Uh, Everyone here has problem, you know. Yeah. And ridiculous thing. What? I know uh, I, a woman followed me for about 13, 14 years. 14 years? Uh, you 14. were that old? 14. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So it's part of the reason, so I immigrated from Taiwan to Canada. Uh-huh. And then... She stalked you all the time? Yeah, okay. she tried to me, and then she hired a lot of persons to, to okay. follow me. Right. And then, you know... I feel, I don't know how to do it. It happened, it happened, yeah. yeah. And some people go crazy over somebody. Yeah. So what, what, what was she following? She won't marry you, right? I don't know. Why did you ask her? <laughs> I, I feel, you know, I feel very uncomfortable. Oh, uncomfortable, then don't ask. Yeah. Yeah. Or she just tell her, don't follow me anymore, I call police. <laughs> <laughs> but she just hide herself, you know. Huh? She just hide herself. Hide herself? Yeah, so... I thought she followed you. <laughs> she followed, yeah. She followed. You're I know. in hiding, huh? Yeah, in hiding. Okay, yeah. so now what, what's your question? I, I just want to, I don't know, how can I do you know? I don't know how to you do now. You already immigrated to Canada already. But what's the problem? 
she also can live in Canada. Does she come and live there? Yeah, and, and this time I, I came here and she found me. Where is she? She lives in Norris County now. Is she around here? I don't know. <laughs> she just by herself. Huh? She just by herself. And then, then how you know she follows you? I, I saw her a couple times. That doesn't mean she follows you. <laughs> but I always, I always see her, you know. Have you heard it so? Is she around here now? I'm not sure. Okay, go find her, then I talk to her. <laughs> Next time, tell her to behave herself. If you see her, say, did you follow me or did you not? And if she say no, then it's your illusion. <laughs> ask her to swear to heaven and earth that she did. And if she says she did, then ask her for what reason. And if she says she wants to marry you, say, no. Thank you all now. very master. Married man like me. <laughs> <laughs> she initiated? I don't know. I have no idea about her, but she knows, you know, she uh, she take my telephone. Take your telephone? Yeah, everything. Oh, good. Yeah. Even in Canada? Yeah. I don't have a phone, I have a mobile phone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not rich. Guys. How can she, how can she take your phone if she don't she have She had a professional. Oh, my God. Yeah. Why don't you report to the police? I, I, I talked to the police, but police say it's, it's not illegal. They cannot deal with this thing. Why? If somebody stopped you, they should. No, they just answer me that they oh, cannot really? help. Yeah. How you know she kept your phone? You saw the machine? No, I cannot find. They have the high tech. They don't have to put up in your room. Oh. They just uh, run the, uh, the room uh, oh, beside yes. you. I don't know if the story is true, but maybe 14 years? Yeah. I don't know what it is. You gotta face a woman. You write a note next to the telephone or in front of your door and ask her what you want from me. Okay? And if you have an answer, then you know somebody really follow you. If you don't have an answer, just forget it. Because for 14 years you're still alive, so it's alright. Why should it cost me? You live low, close to you? Yeah, every yeah. time. And then, you know, I cannot meditate very well. In Canada? <laughs> yeah, in Canada and Taiwan and in, even oh. now. Even you say you don't know where she is, how do you know she lives close to you? I can, I, I can know, I can see her, you know, living where. I can receive the, you know, the... the oh, I don't believe it. <laughs> <laughs> if yeah. she has some purpose, she would have done so. She didn't have to wait for 14 years, okay? If she wants something for you, from you, she would have told you already. Hmm? And whatever she couldn't find from you for 14 years, I don't think she's going to find it. <laughs> so every time before you meditate, ask the inner master to help you, to shield you, protect you. All right? And I will help you with that. Okay? okay? You, what you can do is you ask the master to, <clears throat> to help you, and you can draw a circle in your imagination, uh -huh. a circle of light around you where you sit, uh -huh. okay, for that purpose and then meditate in that circle. Uh -huh. Nobody can trespass that. All right? Yeah. And after you meditate, <laughs> after the meditation, you can erase the circle. Uh -huh. Yeah? So set yourself free. And every time you feel you are invaded uh, in space, you know, or mentally, or telepathically, you draw a circle again. Before that, you ask Master to drive away all this force and then drive the circle closely until you feel safe, 
Yeah? Now after a while they, they get tired. Even if that person is psychic or, mm, or trying to follow you in any uh, psychological way, you know, after a while she will understand that you now have a good defense and she will give up, okay? Because uh, we have a God Almighty that's stronger than anything else. Even if the past life uh, connection it will be dissolved in your love and enlightenment, I'm glad you will get that, okay? Anytime you remember, just draw the circle as a master to dispel all the negative things for you. And the master will do just that. Okay? Sometimes you look like somebody that she likes. Some, sometimes she, some people think that you are his past relative or friend and all that. And just try to follow because from past life. Or sometimes in past life you. Is my lipstick still okay? Sometimes the people, uh, they're psychic, you know, and they saw, see through the past life and they, 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 they attach, you know, with the past life connection and they want to follow you. They try to reconnect it, but then they have no courage because they feel your rejection also. And so they just try to follow and try to find a way to do it or things like that. Or sometimes you look like a criminal somewhere <laughs> and the FBI or whatever tries to follow you and the wrong person. Yes, sometimes they catch the wrong person. Look alike, you know, or born the same day, yeah, and have same hairstyle and same lifestyle and look alike. And then I like, sometimes they get the wrong person also. So if you are innocent, uh, ask God to protect you. Huh? And if you don't want that woman as a wife, then run fast. <laughs> no way. No way. She's not your type, right? I'm your type, right? <laughs> Anyhow, these kind of person sometimes can be very annoying, I understand, huh? They stop you everywhere. Uh, many movie stars experience this uh, discomfort, you know? There are some people, crazy fans, fanatic fans, they follow them everywhere, doing all kinds of crazy things, uh, writing love letters or threatening letters or suicide letters or attempting to go near and do all crazy things. And sometimes the movie stars have to ask protection from from a secret agent, you know, or detective agent. Sometimes that's why they have to have their bodyguards. Oh, I should have bodyguards too, but I can't afford it. <laughs> I can't afford the gun. <laughs> it's against my will. <laughs> too expensive for my morality. Huh? But I couldn't afford it, so I protect myself. Hmm? I don't draw a circle like you do, but... <laughs> Try to to live quietly. Huh? Even then, you know, the negative force is nowhere to be hidden from. <laughs> you know, be happy that you have only a physical person to follow you. I have invisible <laughs> persons. <laughs> yeah, and visible persons too. Sometimes, oh, sometimes they make trouble for me too, but not for fourteen years. Because I'm clever, I run away after fourteen days. <laughs> Uh, and that's why sometimes I cannot let you know where I live, because I don't want the fanatic people come and knock on my door and go crazy. 
the did. They used to do that. My house used to be an open uh, inn. Anybody could come in any time, stray dogs, stray cats, and that. And I saw all kind of trouble. You know? Somebody just come and kneel there for three days. Can you believe it? Oh. And then I come out of my room. And some person just opened my room and uh, sit in there all naked. <laughs> yeah, because he believed that the truth is naked. <laughs> he wants to have the naked truth. <laughs> Things like that, you know what I mean? Or sometimes I just walk and suddenly somebody jump on me. Oh, I love you so much, blah, 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 blah. This kind of love can kill you. <laughs> you know? For your heart. <laughs> bad for your heart. <laughs> it's a bad heart affair, you know? Things like that. So all kinds of crazy things happen, huh? Sometimes we just happen to be somebody else's uh, type, you know? And hey, she's just believing you know, all kinds of nonsense. Or maybe she just uh, uh, had a bad luck and she go out and uh, see some fortune teller and some fortune say, Oh, you know, you're going to look for this type of type, you know, about three blocks from your house. That will be your future husband and all that, and for you, you fit just a description, for example, yeah? Then she will follow you, hoping, yeah? Because the fortune teller says so, <laughs> thing like that. Yeah, I know. I know one guy, like, uh, he used to be resident, always to it, before that. He reached about 30 years of age, and at that time, you know, men are desperate for wife, yeah? Doesn't matter how choosy you have been before, and when you reach 30, you, you're in trouble. The physical clock ticks, the biological clock ticks, the sexual clock ticks, you know, everything ticking at the same time. <laughs> and it's so noisy, noisy that you can bear no more. You have to go and run and find a, you know, a, a ticking master to regulate your clock. You know, that is a master of the house, the woman. And sometimes you cannot find it. So then he went to a fortune teller and asked, when will he meet his wife and all that, you know, and the fortune teller, you know, put the, some corns, you know, up, one up, one down, thing like that. So, oh, my God, next week, you know, where and where and which corner you'll meet a, a woman and that'll be your wife. And he looked everywhere, you know, waiting, you know, one week. And then suddenly that person comes the last minute, you know, I just walk in and says, that's it, you are my wife. <laughs> and then he married her. He forced her, all kind of, you know, persuasive, and they marry each other. All right, it doesn't matter that much. But then afterwards, after a while, he found out that she's a... She's <clears throat> <laughs> <laughs> a real woman. <laughs> so what is the use if you marry on time, dead or alive? <laughs> you know, some people are lesbian, some people are bisexual. Understand? Some people are 100% women, some people are 80%, some are 50%. Well, there's nothing wrong with the delusion, but, you know, it happens. So what I mean is, what is the use, okay? You rush into that and believe in this faith and that, and then it don't work anyhow. The divorce and all that, anyhow, there's so much trouble, for example, huh? Yeah, so much of the believing that people have outside, and they make a mess of their life, and somebody else's life too. Ah, so maybe you are one of those, uh, you know, unfortunate <laughs> a victim of uh, destiny or fate or prearranged marriage or last, li last life connection or love life connection, whatever, you know, make people laugh. Yeah, yeah some people believe that. So don't worry about it. Just send her loving kindness, you know, and ask her to leave you alone in here. 
because you do it te- telepathically also, then you do it te- telepathically also. So you don't want anything to do with it, whatever past connection, whatever she believes, you don't want to know anything about it, you want to be free from her, so full stop. If not, I ask my master to do some desperate measurement. <laughs> okay? And I do that. I mean, the master would do that. <laughs> I try to give you some protection, okay? I ask my guardian to give you more protection from today, so don't worry about it. She will be able to leave you alone. Okay. Well, there's nothing ridiculous about it. You know, I understand. I won't laugh at you. And it's also beneficial to many people in case they have a similar situation. You know, uh, things are ridiculous doesn't mean it's not true. Like us, you know, people, many people laugh at us, are ridiculous. <laughs> right? What? You come here, sit to see the Jesus and Buddha and all that and feel happy? Why? We don't see anything. We don't feel happy. How can you do? Yeah, but, but it's the truth. And we can't deny that, right? We can't prove it to them, but we can't deny that, that it can happen. That we are happy, that we really see heaven, that we really feel free. Huh? We can't prove that. So don't worry, okay? Anything else? Any other, other ridiculous <laughs> <laughs> Yes. You can read stories, đọc sách rồi cho bà nghe, cho bà coi TV, đi đọc chuyện chứ, bà đi chơi vòng vòng, cũng cà phê nhảy đọc, vô karaoke nhảy,
cái một hồi tôi nghĩ nếu mà mình dùng cái thời giờ này để mình ngồi thiền thì nó có lợi hơn thành ra có cứ phải tranh đấu hai bên như vậy như sư phụ bỏ nhiều khi à, như sư phụ bỏ lúc nãy là dẫn ông bà nội con đi ra ngoài chơi ấy, thì à, như vậy nó có phải là thế tục lúc sư phụ thì mình lúc mà ngồi thiền lúc mình đi chơi chứ mình đi chơi hoài thì không tốt mà ngồi thiền hoài cũng hay hả à, thì mình chưa có đủ cái lực lượng để ngồi lâu ngồi lâu thì mỏi cẳng à, mỏi đầu óc nghĩ luôn tung cũng mệt á ngán á thì mình ra chơi một chút à sẵn dịp dẫn ông bà đi chơi cho vui cho ông bà vui tuổi già ở à, khi nào mình chán rồi mệt rồi á về ngồi thiền có sao không ok nè ngồi thiền được bao lâu hay bao lâu chứ chị hai cũng đâu có cấm đâu đâu cấm đi chơi đâu ông đâu có cấm đi cine đâu tôi cũng đi quậy nhưng mà coi phim chọn lọc á nhiều khi đừng có đi coi mấy cái phim mà nó bạo lực quá đó cái này cái phim mà quá cái trọng á mình về tối ngủ mình nó không yên tâm á mà thiền nó không được không được cũng bình lặng vậy thôi ok hả cái lâu lâu đi karaoke này kia nên là đi nhảy đậm chút đâu có sao đâu dẫn ông bà đi chơi nhảy tiếu cho ông bà vui chút ông bà thích cái gì thì dẫn đi đó chứ không phải phải đi nhảy đầm mới vui ý chị hai nói là cũng được vậy đó mà sợ ông bà già quá là nhảy rớt xuống sàn mà mẹ tôi đó ý chị hai nói ông bà muốn gì làm gì được cái gì cũng không sao đi chơi không mát này kia đó để uống cà phê rồi nói chuyện với nhau á à vậy đó ai nữa Thưa sư phụ, con nghe ta nói, có một người nó nói với con nói là khi mà chuyện ta bắn xong nó nổi đêm cái nằm thấy sư phụ hoài à ừ. Nhưng mà con thì con ngồi thiền, con không thấy sư phụ như vậy, con có chuyện cặp hay không? Thấy gì? Thấy, thấy nhiều, thấy ngồi bà nào nói lộn xộn nha Nó biết không có được nói với nó hoài Không phải, con đi chợ, con nghe cái bà đó, nói là có chuyện bà, anh trai đó, nó kêu con, nó nói cho con nghe Rồi, con như vậy không chứ, phải con, con nghĩ trong bụng, không phải con có chuyện cặp Có người thì không, không phải Có người thì mỗi thầy thấy chị hai hoài à, có người thì không thấy à ấy lúc có mình chọn nữa cũng hay thấy cũng thấy cũng khó thấy ha à thì à, có nhiều người tôi cũng khác mà sao đừng có đừng có so sánh mình với người khác rồi cái mình nản lòng nha còn ai nấy đi đường ai nấy chạy nha à biết gì chắc gì thấy chị hai là tốt hơn đâu hả à, mình cái nội tâm mình thay đổi mình lúc nào mình cũng à, càng ngày càng mở rộng cái tâm trí càng ngày mở rộng tình thương cái đó mới là ngon lành với thấy chị hai ngồi gì ai cũng thấy, thấy chừng ờ đúng rồi cái gì mà mỗi đêm mà một một ngày thấy bốn năm lần á tại cứ bạn tivi lên coi 